You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver. Hosted by myself, George Stoya, the Denver Gazette, with my good friend Nick Ferguson here. Nick, it's a short week. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing uh, fine, man. Uh, I guess uh, the question is, uh, how's Broncos country doing? Have they, uh, you know, finished licking their wounds and dusting themselves off and ready to get back on the saddle? Yeah, I I would say probably not, Nick. Uh, And I don't know if that's just because the loss or the two big injuries that we heard about yesterday on Monday. Um, Obviously, we we feared the worst for Javante Williams, uh, and it is the worst uh, towards his ACL uh, also had some other ligament damage that sounds pretty serious. So he's done for the year, Nick, um, which is 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 a massive, massive loss for this Broncos offense that was already struggling, right? Um, and it sounds like it, you know, it, it could be a pretty uh, serious knee injury. So hopefully, you know, uh, you know, our thoughts are with obviously Javante. I think he's a great guy. Um, you don't ever want to see that happen. So that's a big blow. And then Randy Gregory. Um, sounds like they don't know the severity of it yet, uh, but he's definitely going to miss several weeks. I saw some reports that it's two to six weeks. Uh, other people saying it was six to eight weeks. Um, I don't think they're really going to know until they get in there and, and actually do the knee scope, but his ACL is intact. He did not tear his ACL. So it's something else going on in his knee. But Nick, what was just your reaction to those two injuries, uh, for those two guys? Well, um, for me, I'll start with Javante. It, it was just kind of uh, heartbreaking and, you know, watching it live on the game, I knew exactly what that feeling uh, felt like. I've had two knee surgeries myself, and when you first get up off the ground and you can't really put any weight on that leg, that that right there was a sign that something was terribly wrong. And then when he just kind of went down on the ground and then to get the, the official news that uh, he, he tore – ligaments in his knee and he's done for the season it is a huge blow for this team from a morale standpoint because you and I you know we're always at practice and you see Javante he's always smiling the guy loves to compete and loves talks about it all the time uh and and just kind of takes the the win out of yourselves uh for for some of the fans the season's not going exactly the way they anticipated but they can always count on Javante to deliver some of those punishing runs and then after what we've seen with Melvin Gordon, you know, everyone was shifting even more heavily towards Javante. So that's a big blow. And then the Randy Gregory, I mean, Randy Gregory, I mean, he's not loading up the stat sheet, but he, he has, you know, his, his presence has been felt on that defense as far as his leadership. And just to know that he's going to be out for a significant amount of time, it, it does take away from a team that's still trying to find their place, George. But, but this is the crazy thing about the NFL. Injuries happen. 
They're taking place all over the league. You just hope that uh, the injury bug doesn't hit your team and it doesn't, you know, continue throughout out the team. So now the Broncos are in the process of trying to find ways to replace uh, the production and the leadership of those two players, Randy Gregory and Javante Williams. Yeah, and you mentioned the injury bug, Nick, and unfortunately for the Broncos, it's hit them on the offensive side of the ball now the last three years, and it's all been ACL injuries. Cortland Sutton, 2020, K.J. Hamler, 2021, and now you've got Tim Patrick and Javante Williams, two guys that, you know, Nick, before the season, you could have made a really strong argument that those were the two best offensive players for the Broncos, um, other than obviously Russell Wilson. So, it's a huge blow, uh, and it's it's one that I think the Broncos are going to have to fill that void by committee. Uh, Mike Boone, Melvin Gordon, obviously the two guys on roster that are going to have to step up. Uh, Ozigbo, uh, I think, will probably maybe get called up this week. Uh, and then they went outside, signed you know the veteran Latavius Murray, um, who we'll dive into him in a bit. But uh, you know it's going to be up to those guys to I think try and fill that as as a committee as a group. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a, a one-man show unless, you know, Mike Boone turns out to be a Pro Bowl-type guy. Uh, now, I li- really like Mike Boone. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I do think that it's going to be something where you see a lot of rotating in and out of there. And then for Randy, you know, luckily he's not out for the year. They're going to get him back in, in the most important stretch of the season, right? Uh, if you can stay afloat and get him back for those last few games to make a push for the playoffs, that's when you need him most, Right. Uh, it sucks that he's going to be out, you know, and we don't know how long. So maybe it, it's shorter than we anticipate. Uh, but you're going to need guys like Baron Browning, right? They moved Baron Browning for this particular reason. Uh, this is why they, they made that move. They drafted Nick Benito for this reason, right? So they're going to need those guys to step up. Jonathan Cooper, who's who's been banged up, I don't expect him to play for a while. But they, when he gets back, they're going to need him to play well. So uh, I, I think that they have some guys there, but it's certainly a blow because Randy was playing really, really good football for them. So uh, I think that both these losses are pretty big. Uh, but you're right, Nick. It's part of the NFL, right? That's that's the that's the league. So other guys are going to have to step up moving forward. Yeah, other guys are going to have to step up, and it is kind of the nature of the beast. And as a fan base, you, you just don't want it to be, you know, your guy because when it starts to happening multiple times, that that, that word comes out snake bitten and we've heard a lot of it and that's not what this team needs at this particular moment as they're still trying to find their way through the murky waters as a team and as an offense so you you just start to cross your finger knock on wood and pray for a a little good luck but uh, I guess there is a, a pro side of it if you want to look at it that way it gives other guys an opportunity to step up and show what they can do like Nick Benito hasn't really played uh, all season long. He's been somewhat of a sideline spectator. So, you know, this gives him an opportunity and hope like he's learned from, you know, the preseason that he can come in and be a constant contributor, not just be a guy, you know, third and long situation that he can kind of get up the field, but no, prove that you can be an every down, you know, guy and and learn from the guys in front of you. So hopefully that uh, uh, has happened. You, You mentioned Zigbo. Well, listen, short week. You've been here for a while. I would love to see uh, what he can do on the field. I mean, you go back and you look at, you know, some of his tape when he was at Nebraska. You know, he put some good stuff on film. And then you go back and look at what he was doing in limited action with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the guy got some talent to him. He got some wiggle. He got some power to him. But 
he hasn't really been in a situation like this, you know, pulling spot duty on a short week saying, hey, listen, we're down one of our best backs. And now we have to go back to this running back by committee. Can you step up and be the lead guy in that committee? So it's going to be interesting to see how things move forward. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and Nick, you mentioned one guy briefly there that that I wanted to dive into really quickly, and then we can jump into some Latavius Murray stuff. But uh, Nick Benito, uh, obviously, you know, second-round pick from Oklahoma, uh, a guy that we have not seen a ton of. I believe he was inactive maybe for the first couple games. Uh, he played, I think, seven snaps this last week. What have just been your expectations for Nick so far, and, and what do you want to see from him in these first few games that he's actually going to get some meaningful playing time? Well, you know, my expectations uh, from, you know, looking at Nick Benito coming out of Oklahoma was just like the guy is uh, an elite talent. Uh, he's long. He can bend. He can turn the corner. But it's just like, well, that's doing those types of things in college, right? It puts you on the scene in the NFL, but then you have to make that adjustment to the NFL because you're playing against some elite talent, whether it's left tackle or right tackle. And for me, it's, you know, the speed and athleticism is there, but it's constantly using his hands and working his hands. But my biggest thing and, and that what I saw in the preseason was that he was so used to just getting up field, right? And that was just it, just getting up field and not really, you know, encapsulating or thinking about the entire game itself. And that's where we saw, you know, in the Buffalo Bills game, they were able to run the ball on, on, on the team. But, you know, looking at what just happened with the, the Las Vegas Raiders and yielding over 212 yards, 144 of those yards going to Josh Jacobs alone, I mean, look at what the, the Colts have built like, right? They want to run the ball. Jonathan Taylor is an exceptional runner. He runs with speed. He runs with power. So you're going to be in, be in, in those modes at times where you're not just going to be able to get upfield to get after Matt Ryan. You're going to have to be able to sink your hips, play with your hands, and run and chase and, and make some some tackles from the run game standpoint. That That's where I would like to see Nick Benito definitely improve. But once again, it may seem as though like maybe that uh, I don't like the kid, but that's not the thing. I know he still has some more maturing to to, to go, but that that's kind of one of the things that have stood out for me. Yeah, Nick, and, and I, I obviously watched a lot of him. I actually covered him when I was at Oklahoma uh, his freshman year, and he's coming from a totally different defensive scheme. Uh, at Oklahoma, he was doing a lot of twists and stunts and just basically pass, you know, rushing the passer, and he wasn't asked to, to do a whole lot. So you know, setting the edge, uh, playing the run game, dropping back in coverage, which it seems they've been doing quite a bit with their outside linebackers this year, that's not something he's – 100% used to. So he's still learning on the fly. I do think he's shown some improvement and obviously earned some trust to get out there in some of these games, um, you know, recently. So I, I think that, and, and now it's, it's, you just have to have that trust, right? Because they, they really don't have a whole lot of bodies, especially on a short week, uh, like you said, Nick. So I think that he's still got a lot of learning to do, but the, the potential's there, right? The talent is there. We've seen it 
Um, the, the guy can play and he can really rush the passer when he's asked to just do that. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does this week, especially on a short week and, and just uh, if he can make a, an impact because, you know, if he can get around the edge there and, and get after the quarterback, make a sack fumble, uh, then all is right, right, with Nick Benito. So uh, going to be fun to watch him play this week. Nick, the other one we, we want to dive into, Latavius Murray, signed late last night uh, from the Saints. He actually played on Sunday against the Vikings. I think he had 57 yards and a touchdown. What did you think of the signing? Uh, obviously, a guy that's been in the league a long time, I think nine years, rushed for over 5,000 yards. Uh, you know, he's a guy that, that's played a lot of football. So I feel like it's a it's a really good signing for the Broncos to get this type of a veteran after losing Javante. Yeah, I mean, I like the the pickup because when you, you look at what other guys were out there, I would have to say the cupboard is bare. And yeah. to grab a guy who just played uh, on an international game, right, uh, in the U.K., and he did a, a good job coming in for Alvin Kamara, and guess what? You know, he's going to go back a second time when the Broncos go to play the Jacksonville Jaguars over in the U.K. But, yeah, I, I like the pickup. I've always liked Latavius Murray, he always, you know, is a guy that runs hard. Uh, he runs behind his pads. And he, here's a guy who helps out Russell Wilson. Once they get him up to speed as far as what they're going to need him to do, this is a guy who can run between the tackles. This is a guy who can catch the ball out of backfield. Here's a guy who can break arm tackles too. But more importantly, he can step up and he can stow on the blitz and linebacker. So the Broncos, for, for right now, uh, I'm going to say they're in a good place with Latavius Murray signing, but once they get him up to speed, we'll be able to tell more how that fits. But I personally think that this is a good fit for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll play this week just because, I mean, he's coming back from an international game. Obviously, the jet lag and everything that goes with that, you know, that's why they typically give teams off the week after they go to uh, these international games. So I don't think he'll play. Also, he has to try and learn an entire offense within the span of you know, three days, the Broncos are essentially only doing walkthroughs these three days. Uh, I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but Nick, what do you think this means for for Melvin Gordon? Uh, what do you think this means uh, for him moving forward that they were able to go out and get another veteran guy? Um, and do you think that maybe Latavius becomes their guy? Well, at some point, if it all depends, once again, on how well that Latavius learning curve is and how quickly he can get down uh, the offense before that actually takes place. But it, it's more of an incentive for Melvin to get whatever is going on with him uh, correct. I, I told you before, the problem that I see as a defender when you know Melvin Gordon's running the ball is when he gets ready to take on contact, he leaves his arm away from his body, exposing the ball. And for me, I think it's a it's it's a simple fix. You know, me saying that it may sound easier than done, but just kind of putting two hands on the ball when you are in the pile. But now it's kind of the mental aspect of it now, and then knowing the team went out and grabbed another running back, that's going to put extra pressure on him. But Melvin just has to understand that he's been his game a while. He's competed at Wisconsin. This is just part of it. Either you're going to elevate your game or you're just going to go drop below the bar. But I, I, I like to say, Jordan, you tell me, I, I have enough confidence in Melvin Gordon that he's going to break through this at, at some point. And this may be the week to, to break through it. And nothing encourages you more 
than having to look over your shoulder. So the, the, the Latavius Murray signing is going to make this running back room much better. But obviously, like you said, we're not going to see him on Thursday night football. Yeah, and you know this is a big week for for Melvin because I do think we're, we're going to see quite a bit of him. Uh, Nick, we've talked about when injuries happen, the other guys have to move to special teams, right? Uh, Mike Boone is a key special teams player, so how much do you play him on special teams if he's going to be the starting running back? I think we're going to see a lot of Melvin Gordon to maybe take some of that load of off of Mike Boone because I think we're still going to see Mike Boone on some special teams. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Broncos deal with that moving forward. But I do think Latavius Murray could end up being this this team's primary guy by the end of the season. He is a guy that can play really good football, uh, has played a lot of really good football throughout his career. So, um, But I, I still think we're going to see a lot of Melvin Gordon, too. Like I said earlier, I think it's going to be by committee. You're just going to see, you know, who has the hot hand, who do they like on third downs, uh, you know, who do they like in, in short yardage situations, who do they like in the red zone. I think it's, it could be a mix of all three of those guys. And again, if one of one of them else goes down, um, you're looking at Ozigbo, you know, stepping up. And I think we're going to see him on Thursday. I don't know how much he'll play. I think he'll play some special teams probably, but uh, I don't know if he'll be in the backfield a ton. So, Nick, let's take a quick break. Then we'll dive into uh, Thursday night football coming up, short week. Uh, what are our expectations uh, and some more, you know, injury news and things like that.